Hi, everybody. This is uh, this is Evan. Um, you know who I am at this point, I think. Um, so I wanted to talk to you before the show, before anything, um, just to, just to take a moment to speak with you all a little one on one. Um, so uh, first, a little explanation. So first, when we started recording this week's episode, we all sort of sat down and spent about an hour just just talking about about everything, about our thoughts, about our feelings, about our frustrations, um, and about our anger. And when it actually came time to record, we said, you know, we don't think it'd be we're we're in the right headspace to record something for you guys. It just wouldn't. It just didn't seem right to sort of start trying to make jokes, start talking about ourselves. It just it didn't feel right. So. Um, we decided we didn't record anything new this weekend. We decided we, we took the weekend off to just sort of talk about things, to get ready, to, um, prepare ourselves for, for speaking out. And, um, what we decided to do was we decided to pull an old episode that was not aired on Spotify. Um, that was actually on the YouTube channel before we started our Spotify. So that is, um, what you're going to be listening to. It's from, I believe the week of Easter. If I'm not mistaken, um, just from listening back to it, that's what I've gathered so far. So um, enough about that. So so just sort of going on from there, um, we want to. I, I want to take this moment to say that we are, are are devastated by everything that's happened this week, by by the another senseless murder of of another black man, and we are we're heartbroken and and we want to say that we stand of course with all of the protesters and with the families and we we want to do our best to go out there and show support and and I would just like to say at this moment that please do everything you can um to spread awareness to support whether that's donating money whether that's protesting yourself whether it's anything use your platform be strong do something Please, because this is a this is the time where we all need to stand together and and use one voice to make the biggest difference. So of course we at UR Squared, all of us at WTB Radio, um, we throw our our hands up in support with the um, with the Black Lives Matter movement and and everything. And this isn't this hasn't been an easy week for all of us, for any of us. It's it's been hard. And I know saying that because I, I personally have struggled with with what I can do and how I can help and 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 what how how I can use my platform and my privileges to do something anything. And I know in talking with Roby, Seth, and Michael that they're all feeling in a very similar way. So we all want to show our support. Um, we all, we love you all. We care for all of you. Um, we wish you safety and, and love and luck and whatever you do to show your support. If you're going out there to protest, if you're doing, playing any part in this, just please, please be careful. We, we don't want anything to happen to any of you. So, um, so with that, uh, I present to you a, an older show, um, something just to, to, Give a little bit of happiness in this time, you know, maybe make you smile or something. We that's that's the end goal for all of us. Is we want to make you smile and we want to maybe provide a little reprieve from everything, maybe a little bit of a break. So, um so this is for all of you that are struggling. I hope 
we can make you smile with some dumb jokes and some some talk about TV shows and all that. And I hope that um, we can be of service to you in that. So thank you from the bottom of our hearts for listening and uh, be safe. Okay. Thank you. Welcome to UI Squared, everybody. So we are officially Oofy. Yes. Although many have vetoed that name. On the show, we're going to be talking about a variety of different subjects that we are well underqualified to talk about. Dungeons and Dragons. Percy Jackson series. Jeffrey Epstein, everybody. Should be a great comment station. Nice. Okay, three, two, one, it's jam. How y'all doing tonight? I'm pretty good, you know. Just hanging in there. We're hanging. That, that's all of us right now. We're so. doing solid. I think this is the week where you start to like slowly descend into madness. I feel like we're gonna reach. We're reaching that point right now. Should we uh, do intros yeah. for the fifteen thousandth time? Oh uh, yes. Yeah. Um, I'm Evan J. Uh, I watched the SpongeBob movie the other day, and I have some serious questions about it. Uh, I'm Roby Leonardi, and I officially have housing for the new year, and it feels great. Uh, I'm Michael W., and I have nothing on my mind, honestly. Uh, I'm Seth Lyle, and uh, right now my Zoom background is Christ, uh, which is ironic since he abandoned us in trying to get an apartment in South. Well, hey, we got something. (laughs) Yeah, well, also, I feel like. Also, it's Good Friday, so that's kind of ironic. Yeah, it's especially relevant because, you know, Good Friday was the day it happened, so. Oh, wow. I do these things without even knowing. It's really just God channeling through me, I think. First off, you've had that background for the past seven times we've done Zoom, so don't act like you're special. (laughs) Yeah, but I totally, I did not realize it was Good Friday until you guys just said I did not make that connection. We'll see. The past seven times we've been on Zoom has been during Lent, so... So I'm just keeping with the theme. Seth's been doing it the whole time. How could you not know it's Easter? Fox and Friends had a whole segment. I know it's Easter on Sunday, but I don't. I'm not in tune enough with the Catholic faith anymore to be like, oh, if it's Easter, that means today is Good Friday. You heard it here. Seth Lyle does not watch Fox and Friends. (laughs) Damn, you got me. A heathen. I only watch it because I really wanted a bagel this morning. That's we the all trade make sacrifices. Up. Look, it Wait, was so 12 do you like, and all I wanted was a bagel. So do you like watch Fox and Friends and they send you a bagel? Yes, that I how do. it works? Like, they send in the mail, me a bagel yeah. in the mail wow. every time I watch Fox. I, I want Sean Hannity to personally sign my bagel every time I watch in Fox butter. and Friends. <laughs> in butter. That's been um, week. That's our state of mind yeah. right now. Yeah. I have, so I have a question for deal. y'all. Yes. I have a question for y'all. So, um, I recently, I, I just said I recently watched the SpongeBob movie, and I watched the David Hasselhoff scene. And if you haven't well, watched this, that scene, if you haven't watched, uh, if you're one of the 1% that hasn't watched the SpongeBob movie and seen Classic. the scene, basically David Hasselhoff runs up on SpongeBob and Patrick when the world needed him most and he delivers them to Bikini Bottom. But I, I would just like to 
to imagine what the pitch scene was for that to David Hasselhoff. Cause it was kind of just like a, Hey, all right. All right, David, here's love. Thank you. Love your work. Here's what we're going to have you do. So you're going to come in, right? You're going to say, I'm David Hasselhoff. And they're going to be like, Whoa, David Hasselhoff. And they're going to ask you if you can help them. And you're going to say, yeah. And you're going to take them into the middle of the ocean on your back. Right. Meanwhile, they're going to be fighting some like squid thing on your back. It doesn't matter. It's played by Alec Baldwin. Not a part, not, not important. Anyways, you're going to get to Bikini Bottom, right? And you're thinking, oh, he's just going to like drop them. No, no, no. Here's that's what you're going to do. You're going to, it's too easy. What you're going to do is you're going to stand up like Christ himself in the water. You're going to part your biceps like Moses in the Red Sea. You're going to shove SpongeBob and Patrick and a crown in between your biceps. And then you're going to squeeze and launch them into the ocean. And then you're going to get blown up later. It's not important. That's, that's a later thing. Can you guys not do that? Like, <laughs> yeah, is that not a normal Sunday? Um, is that like not how men's pecs work? I'm yeah. sorry. I like the biblical imagery. I would never, never really saw that before, but I'm intrigued by it now. If you really think about it, SpongeBob is Christ. Jesus. Exactly. It's a Jesus analogy. Like you know, speaking of cartoons, I feel like this leads into our topic of the week, which is something new we're trying. Yeah, if we want to talk about weird pitches, let's talk about some children's cartoons. So at some Some, point, yeah. So during the week before we start that, I think it was like Monday. (laughs) Someone in our collective studio group chat. It might have been Mike or Evan just said, hey, let's make lists. It was Michael. And we were like, okay. <laughs> and then we ran with it. Might as well. Well, what positive is in the world right now? Honestly, like we're all stuck in our houses. We, we're seeing all these online trends. Why not start our own? So yeah, here we are. <laughs> here we are starting our own trend. So being trend centers. The I I just came up with the idea off the top of my head. Um, as far as like childhood <laughs> cartoons, well, yes, but uh, as far as like childhood cartoons, but you know, as I thought about it, like as I was making it, and uh, in like the five minutes that it took me, I was like, wow, like these things really like shaped my childhood. So like these things were actually pretty important to me. Yeah, and looking uh, at my list, it makes sense for who I am today. <laughs> Yeah, a lot of these things have built my collective conscience over the years. And there was a couple that I didn't. I feel like we should have like an honorable mention segment just before we read off our list. Because there were some that I just, I had, I couldn't put on there, but I really wanted to. Yeah, there there were some where I was like, I definitely watched that excessively, but I don't know if it makes the top five. Um, So I was actually thinking we could go five to two for each round robin then do honorable mentions before we list off number one. I like that. Okay. Yeah, so we'll, so right. we'll each go off with our number five and then four and then three and then two. And then. And I imagine after number five, we're going to have a discussion after each. <laughs> yeah. yeah. This is going to yeah. be a long one, but it's fine. Yeah. That's what you paid for. We, we are passionate about our children's cartoons. So. 100%. Yeah, also, we we're stuck at home, so you can't expect three topics from us tonight, fellas. Like, that ain't how it's going to be going. <laughs> it's just not going to happen. Yeah. Uh, so who wants to go first? Michael, I'll go first. Or Roby, oh, go ahead. You're definitely excited. Number Only five. By a <laughs> <laughs> Number five for me is Phineas and Ferb. Ooh, 
That is that's interesting. Okay. All right, I respect it. Okay, we're not going to do that. There is really 104 days of summer vacation this year. But school doesn't come along just to end it. Yeah. No, it might not. She says laughing and then she starts crying. Yeah. (laughs) Well, uh, yeah, no, totally get behind Fiends of Fur. Fiends of Fur is actually higher up on my list. Oh, really? Wow, aren't you number five? What's your number number five, five, Seth? Seth? What's my number five? My number five is uh, Jimmy Neutron. Oh, Jimmy Neutron. Ooh, that was. Oh, wait, okay. I have. I completely forgot a whole realm of honorable mentions. <laughs> yeah, that was actually one of yeah. my honor. That was like number six on my list. Was Jimmy Neutron? Yeah, Jimmy Neutron. Um, classic. Particularly this my number five. Too, but I just want to mention. Not have watched this. The Jimmy Neutron Timmy Turner crossover. Special, yep. special place. Yep. Yeah. Um, I'll go around my number five. Uh, Code Oko. Some of y'all might not have watched that. But I heard, I've heard that. of it. I have not watched that. It was. Kolioko was a formative part of my late, like, single digits. It was like 8, 9, 10. <laughs> my late like, teens. <laughs> late teens. I actually watched that, like, yesterday. Like, I just finished it. It's great. Um, awesome. Yeah. I, I heard a lot of good things about it. Like, would it be something that you recommend for, like, even though that we're now in college? I feel like, so I recently, like, I watched it a lot when I was a kid, but I never finished it. Like, I never knew that there was a, that they, like, finished it. So I recently watched the the ending, and it wasn't bad. Like, I think it was more nostalgia that was making it good, that it was just, like, really good in my heart. But some of the animation was really not good. Like, it was really 2006 3D animation. Yeah. And Sounds about right. just kind of, just kind of bad. But I think the story-wise, it's pretty all right. So, Seth, you mentioned um, the Timmy Turner, uh, Jimmy Neutron crossover. My yeah. number five is the Fairly Odd Parents. Yeah, that's my that's my number one. <laughs> they're, they're, they're right there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's 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 my number like six. Before um, they basically turned, like they brought in like uh, Puff, I think her name is Poof. Poof, yeah. Name. And and the dog and the, the other girl, like that was some solid television. And yeah. those awesome. things are, are still good. To Timmy watch. was an average kid that no one no understands. Understand. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mom and dad and Vicky. Wow, See, it's amazing how that just sticks. Yeah. See, yeah. After we do this, we'll rank our top five theme songs Themes? of okay. <laughs> Oh my god. Tell you, some of those are like I like the Danny Phantom theme song. Like that didn't make oh, it down to my list. Boch, but Danny Phantom Danny Phantom's my number eight. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you did a top ten, Ruby. Well, I just I've been writing them down because I can <laughs> thought of them like right now as the show's going. It doesn't matter. Yeah, but Danny Phantom didn't make it onto my top five. But just the theme song alone. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Definitely. All right. Uh, okay, really number five. Number four. Oh wait, no. Yeah, hold on. Are we back around? Yeah. Yeah. All right, yes. my number four might make some of you guys angry. <laughs> oh boy, uh, Avatar. Mm. <laughs> only number four. Okay, okay. That is only because okay. Avatar uh, is one I like better as a teenager and adult than as a kid. I watched it much less as a kid. Okay. Okay. The childhood TV shows. I didn't watch it as a child. I watched it when I was like fifteen, sixteen. <laughs> okay. 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 Interesting. I watched it. Yeah. Okay. okay. I remember I sat down for Avatar 
and watched the finale. I don't want to talk too much about it, but um, yeah, well, I think we're gonna get to Avatar. We're gonna get to Avatar. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure we would. All right, someone tells me me and Evan's list might uh, we might be a little similar. Yeah. Um. Um, Anyway, uh, my number four is The Fairly Odd Parents. We already kind of talked about it. Um, Yeah. That that and Jimmy Neutron. Honestly, like Jimmy Neutron and Fairly Odd Parents, they could have five and four. Like they're really those two. They're very good. Yeah, those two shows. same time, but like same. I remember watching like it was SpongeBob, Jimmy Neutron, and Fairly Odd Parents that I watched at the same time. Yeah, like, those I, I were remember the, the and we talked. Like I remember the crossover events and that just like blowing my freaking mind. Yeah, like, Jimmy Power, Power was so and they actually changed good. like the was, animations oh and stuff. Yeah, it was, the animation was really ambitious too. Like yeah. you didn't think that they could like but put both together and it. It worked. Yeah, and then yeah. They did. but that that yeah. blew my mind back when I was a young boy. Before there were cinematic universes and stuff. Um, oh. My number four is Codename Kids Next Door. Ooh, classic! I totally forgot. That's, That's definitely one of my. Totally honorable forgot about that one. Oh yeah. wow! Yeah. yeah, I was writing it, and I realized I was a lot of I was like Nickelodeon centric. So I was thinking about some of the Cartoon Network shows, like Foster's Home for Imaginary Friends. That is uh, a fever dream show for me. I'm not sure if it existed or not. I didn't know it was like I didn't think it was real until like why does I was no 10. one think that show was real? Like it's that's so weird. Every time yeah, I thought it is a weird. Like that's a real show, and I'm like, yeah, we didn't like collectively hallucinate. Yeah, I like I very like I I definitely watched that show, but I just don't remember ever watching it, no it. one remembers it it's the creepiest yeah. thing it's like the not deer of the blue ridge parkway which i, I will get into know. one of these days yeah please i don't know what that is but anyways it's my favorite cryptid, and it's the only cryptid i've ever seen yeah so uh for my number four i went with foster home for imaginary friends uh do you remember it <laughs> I do, um, mostly because I watched it when I was like six or seven. Like I watched it later in my childhood. Um, but there were a lot of like characters that really annoyed me, but the ones that actually worked, like I really enjoyed. So. so yeah. Yeah. I mean, she, uh, what was, who was the character? I like chocolate milk. Was it cheese? Yeah, I think yeah, it was cheese. Yeah, yeah I love cheese. Yeah, I remember. Anything I about remember. I, I like the show. I just don't remember like anything specific about it because it was a classic show, and they never showed reruns until a couple of years afterwards. Yeah. Yeah. All right. We All right. Number three. Number three. Number three for me is Gravity Falls. Oh my god! Ooh. How have I forgotten? A show I never watched. Look, I just rewatched it because it's on Disney Plus. So like, I just got back into it, and I am having the time of my life. How have I forgotten Gravity Falls? I've, I've, I've seen Gravity Falls. I never regularly like, watched it. Whenever Halloween came around, and we would get like Butterfingers, me and my friends would all get this loser candy. Like that was our favorite saying for like a solid three weeks. <laughs> <laughs> Nice, nice. Um, okay, Gravity so Falls my number three so is uh, Phineas and Ferb, which we already talked about. But, wow. uh, Let's do it again. A hundred minutes. No, yeah. I just, I Phineas Ferb, like we were From talking about, like crazy pitch meetings. Like that is like the the we're snorting cocaine in the writers' room pitch meeting. You got these two brothers, right? And they're like building these crazy contraptions in their backyard, and their sister's trying to buy some. But wait. There's a platypus. 
<laughs> there's a subplot. But the plot there's a, there's a secret agent. agent. Yeah. And his enemy, his rival, is called Dr. Doofenshmirtz. A disgraced, very depressed German yes. scientist. <laughs> you know what's the funniest thing about Phineas and Ferb? Is like, when you look at the show, it's a great show. And then you remember, it's a great musical show. Because they have yeah. some pops. Yeah. They, they yeah. really do. Like, you, do, you got busted. We're getting the band back together. We're getting the band what back together. What was, what was the... um? Uh, there no. are some classics. What squirrels? My pants. Candace had the deep voice. Oh, um, those boys are evil. B o y s. That's it. Those boys are evil. <laughs> when I had a sore throat earlier this semester, I was I could sing that song exactly. Every time I lose my voice, that's what yeah. I do. That's the song. Yeah, but yeah, Phineas and Ferb, just great show. Just a lot of like imagination. Always something different. They were always making something else every episode, you know. And yeah. just the, the subplot was just like the most engrossing oh, subplot yeah, I've ever seen. Back together. So my uh, at my high school, um, actually. Uh, one of the students there was Baljeet, uh, the voice actor for Baljeet. Yeah. What? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. You're just um, now telling us you know Roby, Okay, Roby went to school I don't with know Zion him. Williamson, and that is nothing compared to freaking Baljeet. I, I, I don't know him because I was like in first grade when he started voice acting. But Okay, yeah. fine. Maybe I have a bigger claim to fame. I've talked to Zion Williams. Oh my god. <laughs> that is so cool. No, no, okay. Just being in the presence of Baljeet's voice actor, totally yeah. different level. Totally, Let's be real. You know, <laughs> I, I am your failure. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't think there's a greater achievement in life than knowing Baljeet's I'm glad to hold that. I'm glad to hold that achievement. Michael. I feel like if you knew Ferb, That'd be better. Whatever his name is, who's in Maze there's Runner. No, there's no gang. There's no getting better. Yeah, yeah, I know. Like, that guy you're talking about, Ferb's voice actor. Mm-hmm. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait, it's the it's the guy that always looks young, despite the fact that he's 30? Yeah, yeah. it's the British one from... Uh, the one, yeah, the one in the Maze Runner. The Maze new, Runner. He plays Newt in the Maze Runner. Yeah, the one who's not Dylan O'Brien. <laughs> Man, I yeah. should have been a voice actor as a kid. yeah. You got the, so. got the skills for it. I was just saying, I could have gotten money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right, uh, Evan, what's your number three? So my number three is Teen Titans. Um, because Teen Titans was a very formative part of my childhood. I remember watching it with my sister. I watched a lot of cartoons with my sister. Let me just preface with that. But um, oh, it's like in our basement um, – with like the really old like box TV that we have. Yep. <laughs> it's huge. We had to cut a hole in the back of the the cabinet so it would mm-hmm. fit in there. Yeah. Um, Feel like everyone had that TV. Uh, yeah. yeah. And I just remember watching the episode with Tara, like the last episode of I think season five or whatever, when Tara runs and it's just Beast Boy in the room, and he's like, "Wait, come back!" and she just doesn't. And I was like, I gotta know what happens. And they just never came out with more episodes. I, that was that was like the first time in my life where I was like severely disappointed. It started with Teen Titans, end with Firefly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I gotta well. say, like, I didn't know that much about Teen Titans because I didn't want to show that much. I went into the movie though. Like the movie was sort of where I got the gist of everything. Mm. Yeah, I did not watch Teen Titans at all. 
It's, I will say, I say I've heard obviously of, and I've, you know, I've seen different things. I've mostly heard about the controversy over like Teen Titans Go being like trash or whatever. I will but, say that if you didn't watch Teen Titans, I'd say watch Young Justice now because Young Justice has similar spirit to Teen Titan. Like the, the closest I would say, but it's not like it kind of loses some of that kid aspect, that really childish aspect. Mm-hmm. Like uh, for like, Sometimes I I watch Young Justice and I'm like, oh yeah, this is still a show that kids will watch. But like Teen Titans had some of that real kid humor, whereas Young Justice had like tween humor. Like it was edgy, but like it (laughs) wasn't like kid like these days. Yeah. But Young Justice is also really good. Uh, I can, I don't know if I would give that an honorable mention spot, but it's definitely Mm -hmm. something to watch. I kind of want to go back to all these kids, uh, those kid shows, and watch them for, like, inappropriate, you know, jokes or comments that are meant for, like, the adults who watch. Like, there's, like, that one where it's, like, the Justice League or whatever, and it's, like, Wonder Woman talking to Flash, and Flash is, like, I'm the fastest guy in the world, and Wonder Woman's, like, that's why you can't get a date. (laughs) 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 There's so many of those in Disney movies. Yeah, so many. There's there's so many in like Cartoon Network kid shows, especially like regular show. Yeah, a bunch. Um, there was a couple in Gravity Falls. Amazing World Disney. of Gumball. Amazing World of Gumball. There's so many. There's so Amazing many. World of Gumball. I used to really not like, but now I've come around I'm, to it. I yeah, never I've watched come... that. That really came in like after I was starting to move away from like cartoons and more into like the live action Disney shows and stuff. Yeah, yeah. that was. I... What are we that on? Was, we're on two. Uh, I think. Yeah. I know. I, I think. Um, yeah. You th- oh, Michael, did you go? Yeah. No, my three is Jimmy Neutron. Oh, okay. Yeah. But, good. It's a good yeah. one. Powerhouse. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, always a classic. Well, just well deserved any on any spot in a top five. Yeah, and uh, I was really a, a big fan of um, of not even Jimmy, but because he was like, I kind of found him to be kind of smug sometimes. But like the the supporting characters, I love Shane. I love Carl. Um, Bulby. Yeah. Um, <laughs> his parents are hilarious, by the way. Yeah, I like literally one of my favorite memes is the we all do like we all make mistakes in the heat of passion, Jimbo. Oh my god, it's just so <laughs> funny to me. Like, because I can just like hear it in like the dad's voice and him yeah. just saying that. I don't even know what the context so for that for that quote is. I but don't I know don't either. Know. I think it was but, like the picture pie. with the meme is also like it's like the dad like leaning back. It's so funny. Yeah, I remember. A co- and that was another show with a lot of weird concepts, like the jeans episode, where all the jeans came all back. The jeans like, come alive, he was yeah. new jeans and all of them like came to life and started attacking or, the city. Or that one, there was one episode where um, the old lady took over like the entire world with her television show, just knitting, yeah, just saying weird things, and people were hypnotized. It was, that was great. That's one of her episodes. Yeah. Uh, the Hulk one where he like turns the Hulk and Cindy has to calm him down. The one my where first J- ship ever was Cin- was Cindy and, and yeah Jimmy. yeah the one where Cindy and Jimmy get stuck on the island and the other oh. people have to like save them. Yes. All all good ones. All right, Roby, number two. My number two is Looney Tunes. I watched so much Looney Tunes as a child. That's that's fair. Um, that's fair. I did not watch Looney Tunes regularly enough to put on the list, but I respect it. 
yeah that's i watched a lot of we have these like we, we have like five complete box sets of looney tunes from like my mother's childhood <laughs> yes we and have so, we have the same uh i watched a lot of bugs bunny as a kid roadrunner some sylvester and tweety but mostly bugs bunny i know there was we have we had a box set uh we have like six box sets of a bunch of different ones and it would be like a friday night saturday night thing with me my my sister and my mom my mom especially it was me and my mom and we would like sit down and just like watch them for hours like just pop in a dvd like if we didn't want to watch anything else we'd watch that and it was like i that that's probably one of my honorable mentions because just watching looney tunes was like wow and i remember like getting exposed to like the old racist jokes in them but they had like the preface of like Whoopi goldberg being like these jokes were funny at the time but they're not funny now but we leave them in because they show what the history they show history so i was like that was yeah pretty racist yeah there was i mean there was a lot of racist in that stuff yeah a lot of racism, but yeah. The, I remember the one specifically I was thinking about was like where they were drawing the Mason Dixie line. And yeah. they had Oh my god. And he came back as the yeah, that was that was bad. That was bad. It was some but, like enemy of Bugs Bunny that was just like really bad. <laughs> um, but there were, you know, some good ones. Also, Mel yeah. Blanc was just like an amazing voice actor. So a small nugget from my childhood two christmases ago my uh one of my uncles this is my dad's brother which makes a lot of sense if you know my father um he was like you know there are 11 episodes of looney tunes that they don't allow to air because they're like too racist or raunchy i have all of them and i was like you're my favorite uncle (laughs) (laughs) did you watch watched all the 11 illegal (laughs) looney tunes they were bad (laughs) okay but, uh, like how good. bad we talking? Like, like definitely like racist with a hard R. <laughs> like, okay. It was maybe meh. not the racist ones, but like I'm th- I, we need to make a segment where you just explain to us like the really raunchy bad ones. It was one yeah. the, on the show. It was like Jessica Rabbit, and it was like, how did this ever air? <laughs> So yeah, that's. Well, I mean, we all know Jessica Rabbit is the source of all furries in the world. Yeah, <laughs> what's my we're furries. being honest here. Uh, yeah. Hey, at small. I feel like <laughs> we'll get to cartoon crushes in a minute, but Jessica Rabbit was part of my bisexual awakening, and I'm not ashamed. <laughs> so what you're that is saying a, that is a is hot take right there. Jessica Rabbit awakened me to my bisexuality. <laughs> I didn't say she did. I said she was part of it. She was part of the reason. I was still in that like bisexual phase that everyone goes through, where it's like they look at girls and think, "I just think they're neat," you know. <laughs> I just right. <laughs> Because you're too young to realize it yet. And then you looked at Jessica Rabbit and you were like, whoa. <laughs> whoa. It wow. was at that moment she realized what she really wanted from life. Was Jessica Rabbit. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> um, um, yeah. Uh, so my number two, we're getting to the heavy hitters now. Uh, Star Wars, The Clone Wars. Oh, I didn't even think of that. Ooh. Um, oh, well. So... Star Wars Clone Wars, which uh, some of you may not be aware, is currently airing its uh, final season right now on Disney+. Plus. Uh, it was 
obviously an animated version and an anime Star Wars show that takes place between episodes two and three. Uh, and it was my first real introduction to Star Wars when I was a kid. And Star Wars is something I like a lot now. And it, that's all because of, you know, the, the show. And the show, like, the show is a show that I appreciated when I was a kid. And it's a show I can appreciate now. So, okay. um, yeah. This being the second so time we've mentioned Disney Plus. The show is not sponsored, but it could be. But it could be. <laughs> in contact two episodes talking about how much we hate the mouse. Like, don't worry about it. No, no, no. It's fine. It's fine. See, plus, if you sponsor us, we'll talk about you more positively. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. But you uh, can bribe us. Yeah. We're bribable. Hey, all news yeah. is good news. You know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Star Wars, Clone Wars, just a, a fantastic show. Is my first introduction like an anthology show? Like, so it's just a, it's arcs that fall the same characters, but like different unrelated stories. Uh, right. and just, I mean, yeah, my first introduction to Star Wars was that, and then I would go and watch all the movies, but yeah, it was very good, very foundational to my childhood. So, yeah. I have to say, um, I saw some of the ads for Star Wars, the Clone Wars, and I just, I remember thinking when I first one, I was like, that can't be good. And I just never watched it. And that has to be one of my biggest regrets is that I never watched the Clone Wars yeah, while it was it's, airing. You're going to want to watch yeah, it. It's so, it was so good. It's so good. Like I will like yeah. the, one of the best things about it is like, because it's just a bunch of arcs, like I'll, I'll admit not, not every arc in Clone Wars is good. Some of them are kind of like, wow, why is that even an arc? But like the vast majority of them, are great and some of them are like i think like essential if you're a star wars fan to watch like mm. the stuff with i don't think this is really a spoiler at this point stuff with like darth maul um coming mm-hmm. back and stuff is just it's like Kenobi. <laughs> yeah it's just like Kenobi. so good the new characters it introduces like yeah. ahsoka and stuff are just really i think ahsoka just got confirmed to be in mandalorian season two i think and, i saw that yeah. so so that's Obviously, if you want to know who Ahsoka is, watch Clone Wars because she's a big part of that. And yeah. she's one of my favorite Star Wars characters. So I see a lot yeah. of people saying how Ahsoka is a better female lead than Rey. She, um, okay, look, I mean, the new movies have a lot of problems, and I, I'm not just going to say it's all Rey, but yes, yeah. Ahsoka is definitely a better female lead than Rey. Granted, Ahsoka yeah. has had a lot more screen time right like all the tv shows and she's in rebels too like mm-hmm. there's a lot she has a lot of screen time if you well, watch also, the animated shows ray wasn't that great of a character yeah and ray no they didn't design they did not yeah but she's a real mary sue like you know yeah you know, like, it's like she, there's no there's not like growth you know but uh yeah. and uh, yeah soka you get you see her kind of travel from like a very young and then in rebel she's like an adult and then i mean in mandalorian she'd be like pretty old so yeah uh but yeah star wars clone wars just fantastic and also it makes you like care like the best thing about it for me is that it makes me able to watch the prequel movies and (laughs) appreciate them because Mm -hmm. uh, like without that show the prequels like i mean they're okay but god if hayden christensen doesn't suck sometimes in those movies (laughs) and if some of the dialogue isn't just terrible but he just George Lucas can't write a screenplay for his yeah. Like life. if some of those lines weren't just the absolute worst, 
but yeah. like yeah, if he, you see the Clone Wars, it's really way better. A really good actor, and he was really passionate about the project. Like it's really sad the like hand he got dealt. Yeah, like some of those lines are are they're real bad, and yeah. I, I do feel a bit for Hayden Christensen because no one could deliver those lines. Yeah. But anyway, I've, seen, I've yeah. seen him do good work. But um, yeah, I will uh, say though before we move on that I didn't watch the the Clone Wars, and I will, and I do regret that. Instead of watching the Clone Wars, I did watch Dragon Ball Z, which was also super formative in my life. But it's mm-hmm. not on this list because it's anime, so I didn't want to bring that dis- debate into. Yeah, I mean, I'm not, I'm not putting any anime on here. Granted, the first anime I watched was Attack on Titan. That's not really a kid show, so true. Yeah, so fair. not really meant for kids. Um, all right, so my number two was SpongeBob, but only seasons one through the movie, the first movie. That's fair. That's prime yeah. prime SpongeBob. So That's fair. like when he first gets hired to the SpongeBob movie. And I feel like that because because and this is true for a lot of things. The SpongeBob movie was supposed to be the the last one. That's everything was it was supposed to be the end. Stuff it was everything was supposed to end there. So it like everything before that was like a lot of care was put into it and there was a lot of there was like the the characters were not, you know, um, parodies of themselves yet. They were, like, actually interesting, funny kid characters. Um, and, like, some of the stuff was just good. Like, Band Geeks, one of my favorite episodes of anything of all time. Yeah, Greasy Buffoons. Such a, yeah, um, the Hash Slinging Slasher episode. The Hash Slinging Slasher! Um, Bro, I love that episode. That, sh- that episode taught me tension in a way that I never thought. Right. <laughs> You know, <laughs> memento or anything could never teach me that. Um, <laughs> They're gonna be like, Roby, how did you learn how to make horror movies? The hash slinging slasher. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That taught me. We will study everything. that in class. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I oh. SpongeBob's great. Yeah. I the movie, especially that first movie, I watched that movie so much when I was a kid. Like we had a DVD. Mm-hmm. I used to watch that thing like on repeat when I was we, really young. Me, my aunt, and my sister went to see that movie in theaters. Um yeah. We said we sat front row and watched that, and I, God bless my aunt, because I know she didn't want to be there. She took us, and she was super excited for us, so we saw it, and it was really good. And, you know, even watching it now, granted, rose-tinted glasses, I like SpongeBob now, but still, it's a pretty good movie. It's still, like, old up. Yeah. Yeah. There's some parts that, like, I... Mm, like some of the beginning parts i was like oh, this isn't as good as as i remember this is definitely like kid stuff like yeah like, but then uh, he starts shredding that guitar at the end and you're like I'm a goofy yes, goober this still. is what i remember <laughs> that still slaps yeah um, like goofy goober rock like oh my I'm god <laughs> i never i never knew that was a uh a an actual song, song. <laughs> yeah, yeah i just thought that was a song that they made but it's a parody yeah i, I like I, now that we're men was good yeah. Now that we're men, it was really I, good. I love, like, uh, in the Goofy Goober Rock, <laughs> there's, I, I remember this for some reason. It said, like, Goofy Goober, when it says rock, it just shows a picture of a rock on screen. <laughs> and then it goes away. And I'm just like, <laughs> that's so stupid, but it makes me laugh. Mike, what's your number two? Um, I actually went off the board a little bit. Uh, my number two is the Spectacular Spider Man from 2008 to 2010. Interesting. So this was was, Drake Bell. I think so. It was, I think it was on Disney and it was, it's 
no joke, probably my favorite cartoon superhero show of all time. Hmm. Um, the the characters are, are really well done. The villains, like even though some of them show up multiple times, it really feels like they went and got depth characters and really brought them to life. And the animation's actually really good for 2008. Um, so, I mean, I watch that all the time with my dad. It was a great show. I didn't see it, so I can't say. I, yeah, I remember watching that one. And um, I watched that one and because they ran that alongside like the 1960s Spider-Man. Or like, or not, not the 1960s. I think it was like the nine, the like 90s Spider-Man. Yeah, like the one they made along, or the one they made alongside um, the X-Men and all the old X-Men, like 90s, early 2000s Spider-Man. And I watched those two together, and they were so different. And it was, I think, I can't put one over the other, but Spectacular Spider-Man was really good. Mostly because I think Drake Bell did a good job playing the sort of quirky. And not annoying Spider-Man, but the quirky, funny Spider-Man. Yeah. Whereas like the old Spider-Man was just kind of a jerk. And I was like, I was in that age gap and the storytelling was so good that like I bought into it. Mm. So like, I felt like if I watch it now, the realism is sort of taken out of it. Like when there's a, a, a scene where like, in one of the episodes where like Harry takes the serum and he injects himself with it, even though his dad is Green Goblin. And as a kid, I was like, oh, my God. But right now, I'd be like, well, like I've seen plenty of iterations of that. Yeah, but back then, it hit. Yeah. Back then, it slapped. Um, Roby, it feels like you have a different number one than the rest of us. Well, are we going to do honorable mentions? Yeah, oh, let's do right. honorable yeah, mentions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So go ahead, Roby. What are some of your honorable mentions? Oh, I just closed it because I memorized my number one. I forgot we were doing honorable mentions. Um, okay. My honorable mentions are, in order, Tom and Jerry, Danny Phantom, Jimmy Neutron, Johnny Test, and Fairly Out Parents. Johnny Test. Wow. Johnny Test. That, that, that's calling me back. I loved Johnny Test, and I don't remember why. Yeah, I had a love-hate relationship with Johnny Test. I, I watched it. I remember thinking, like, this is so dumb when I watched it. But I couldn't stop watching it. The sisters, if I remember right, that was who I really liked. The sisters, because the sisters were, were funny. Yeah, the sisters were funny. So yeah, those are my honorable mentions. <laughs> those are those are solid honorable mentions. Um, thinking, I I don't have mine ready, so I'm just kind of throwing these out there. Uh, Tom and Jerry, that was like my Looney Tunes. Like you know, that was. Just an old cartoon that I could watch anytime, especially when they got just really dark for some reason. And Tom and Jerry are like, "Hey, let's jump in front of a train." That's how the last episode ends. <laughs> yeah, um, but anyway, um, so yeah, Tom and Jerry is a uh, <clears throat> is a classic. Johnny Test, I do remember watching and liking, um, though I didn't watch it regularly. Uh, Kids Next Door, I, that's one that I would put an auto mention for, and Danny Phantom definitely one that almost made the list theme song yeah david's theme song alone no i can't remember it he's a phantom okay yeah there it is but yeah just just real good real good my number one is constantly going through my head but underlying it 
playing at the same time is uh, Timmy was an average kid. Yeah. Which once you hear my number one, you'll understand how frustrating it is. Oh, and uh, this relates to my number one, but I also watch Legend of Korra. Um, yeah. Oh, wow. When, I wonder what your number one is. I wonder what your number one is. <laughs> okay, I wonder um, who all our number ones are besides for Roby. Besides for Roby. Anyway, um, um, yeah, yeah, Legend of Korra also, big honorable mention. Uh, we'll go last when it comes to our number one. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Um, yep, sure. There's my honorable mentions, Evan. So I'm thinking my honorable mentions, a lot of the ones you guys said, uh, Danny Phantom, big fan, Jimmy Neutron, and uh, Fairly Odd Parents, because I, I think I was the only one that didn't put them in my list. Um, but those were really early, early childhood cartoons that I'd watch every day. Um, Rocco's Modern Life. I used to watch that before class every morning because um, I didn't start until later. So it was that. Um, Invader Zim, but not in a positive way because I really didn't like that show as a kid. But that was like, like knowing it, watching it, had it? Very, it had a big impact on me because I would watch it because my sister used to love it. So it would be on. So we would watch it. It was, it was so gross. You would hate so, watching? Oh, I would hate watching. Oh, I totally forgot Total Drama Island. That's on there. Total Drama Island. That's yeah. another one. Total you Drama said, Action, I think, was my favorite. But You said gross, and I was like, I remember how gross some of the Total Drama Island stuff was. I remember how gross that thing was. Disgusting. Yeah. But um, that, and one that nobody mentioned, and I, 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 I get it, El Tigre was big for me. Because, again, not Mexican, but just seeing a Hispanic, you know, cartoon on there. And it was also just, like, funny. Like, it was just fun. Like, the whole, his dad is a hero, his grandfather's a villain, and he's playing both cards. And I just thought the belt was really cool that he turned into, like, the leopard or the cheetah. I think oh, I know cool. what you're talking about. Yeah, I was, I was initially confused at first, and now I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah I really liked that show. Um, I used to... I was like that and Danny Phantom I used to watch like next to each other uh, because I was on the old um, Nicktoons. Um, like when Nicktoons was weird back like in the early, late 2000s, early 2010s. And it was like, like they had the, the cart, the commercials with the mascots in the big costumes and like the office. I don't know if you guys are like this, but I have some weird associations between shows because I watched them at the same time. Like for example, I watched all of Criminal Minds and all of The Office in like the same year and I associate them really close together, but obviously they're very different shows. Yeah, they're all- But in my head, they're tied together. Yeah, uh, I I just wanna mention, I totally forgot to mention this, but also honorable mention goes to Scooby-Doo and particularly the scooby-doo movies like the cyber TV chase movies, like cyber chase zombie island both of the those mummy one just so mummy good. One is not a movie it's, it's a new. what's new scooby-doo it's a 20 minute episode oh no that can't that's not <laughs> yeah. get me in that mandela effect crap <laughs> that cannot be true the uh the i remember watching like an hour-long special where they were in the um like I feel like Scooby Doo had a mummy at like multiple mummy iterations. They but, definitely did. Yeah, but, absolutely. But anyway, yeah, Scooby Doo, like just a TV show, but in particular, I remember watching the movies, particularly for me, Cyber Chase and Zombie Island. But yeah, they're we all. Watch Cyber Chase on October. Yeah, we yeah, watched yeah, Cyber Chase. We watched on Halloween. Guys, the, uh, it up, like, no lie. Yeah. The, uh, the Chubacabra episode was like one that I watched over and over again. Yes. I don't know. Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah. 
Um, honorable mentions. I have so many. I was such a nerd when I was a kid. I watched so many cartoons. Um, oh. So uh, ones that were already man- uh, mentioned, Danny Phantom, um, Scooby-Doo, uh, Star Wars, The Clone Wars, Johnny Tess, Kids Next Door. Uh, other ones, Ed, Ed, and Eddie. Yeah. Um, I love it. Never watched it. I hated Eddie, but I love the other two. So whatever. Sure. Um, uh, Arthur. Just because, you know, PBS, whatever. Um, and uh, The Grim Adventures of Bill and Mandy. That, that yeah, was I a never show. watched that one, but I watched it like every now and then. But You just transcended my subconscious. <laughs> I love that show. Yeah, it was so good. That was a show. I, <laughs> I, I remember watching it um, and thinking, that was another one that I watched. I was like, this is so weird and kind of gross. Because a lot of the things they did in that show were gross, but I, it was just the animation. But it, did, it didn't reach my top five because, like, there were some like parts of it that I just didn't like. But yeah, it's weird. Yeah, I really like death. Death was funny. Death was a funny yeah. character. Um. Okay, so Roby, do you want to go before or after? Because I feel like we're going to talk about our number one pick for a while. So I don't know if you want to yeah. go now. Yeah, I'll or... go after because I feel like I can tie it out but we should let's let's leave the avatar talk in the middle <laughs> okay so uh there there it is folks yeah uh, avatar the last well airbender <laughs> um yeah well known Just put the Great movie show. aside put the movie aside the movie doesn't happen. exist so no, i don't no, know no, what you're talking about, about the M. <laughs> yeah that, that movie doesn't exist so we don't have to worry about it listen i don't uh, want to talk about m night chameleon okay he's not chameleon <laughs> uh but talking about the show <laughs> Just, and like Shyamalan, um, yeah. I can. Like Shyamalan. I, I will still go back and watch Avatar. I have gone back and watched Avatar in the past few weeks. Just yeah. rewatch some episodes. Like you can rewatch the whole thing, and it's good. You can rewatch certain episodes, and it's good. Um, like, I don't think I really appreciate appreciated how good that show was until I was older and I could watch the last couple, like the last 10 episodes where Zuko was with the group and everything made sense. Like all the plot lines came together. Mm-hmm. Like it was just so, so good. And I remember watching the finale with my sister in our basement and just being like, Oh my God. Like I've what, like just knowing at the time that that was something that was going to like stay with me. Like just one of those first kind of like, Avengers Endgame finale moments where you just, yeah yeah where, where everything's coming together in the finale and it's just like massive battles you know and you like we talk about like so you just talk about the ending but like when you look at a lot of shows like the the first episode is something that either turns the audience off or on and the the first episode of the last Airbender is just so well done mm-hmm. the, the boy in Iceberg was so good. Yeah, and I then, love like you look back at it, you're like, "How is this animation possible in 2005?" Just for the opening scene, <laughs> they put so much love into that show and so much care, and um, it was, and yeah, but it was just so, so well done, so well acted. Um, yeah, all of those characters, like. Uh, like the villains were were compelling. Iroh was amazing. Um, that was the first 
positive character arc I've ever seen in a character done super well. Yeah. Also, Zuko. Really, just really good world building. Yeah. yeah. Like, really good world building. Yeah. You, I think you was, believed in each world that they created. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I think, think it, was, it was really interesting is each of the little, each of the nations was very different and had a kind of a different feel to it. Um, for, where whether it was like the air nomads when you got to see them or like the water tribes or the earth kingdom finders, like they all felt very like distinct and, and a lot of tv shows that i was watching at the time like spongebob there's not really like a world i mean they're in like bikini bottom you know like there's yeah. no there's not there's not like a a concrete story and this is the one yeah. of the first things i watched like that where world, there was a story I mean, all the way through i feel like if you watched avatar the last airbender as a kid you're now a fantasy nerd <laughs> Yeah. Like, yeah. I feel like that's, that's an indicator, you know? What's, what I found, like, really interesting is I'm just going over looking at, like, the who it was written by, who it was directed by, who it was animated by. And I remember we had the conversation during the first episode about Star Wars and how, like, even with two different directors, the vision sort of got screwed up. But it seemed like they were all working together. Like, uh, JM Animations... Uh, were the, like the first two and then they left for the third uh, episode and then they came back and then they left again but it seemed like the st- like the continuity was still there and it seemed yeah. like every person's journey was just oh i could blush about this thing for days it's yeah amazing. i could write yeah. i could write essays <laughs> of avatar i mean yeah and i th- i think one of the things that legend of Korra struggled at was world building and making it believable like the story that the, the story of avatar was so good because there was a singular goal and there were small goals in between there was like make it to the water tribe first season goal make it to the um learn earth bending like second season goal and then just you know don't die at the end and then third season learn fire bending defeat the the fire lord that sort of thing and it all comes together there and it was well broken up and well paced and everything made sense there was only a couple episodes that i didn't like as a kid the great divide the Great Divide is just not a good episode. Um, yeah, but I mean that's the way to write a long TV show is you have a a few big ultimate goals, and then you have smaller goals along the way because that's just good story writing. Um, all the longer TV shows have that kind of element. Evan, you know this. The Adventure Zone is built around that way. Seth, yeah. you know this. Critical Role is built around that way. <laughs> it's just good story writing. Yeah, but um, but yeah, just. Oh, it's okay. I think, you know, like I, I got, I put Legend of Korra in my honorable mentions. Um, and I don't, I think it's better than a lot of people give it credit for. But I think the problem was Nickelodeon said, we'll only make the show for one season. And then they were like, okay, you can have one more season. And then after the second season, they're like, okay, we'll give you a third season. And after that, like, okay, we'll give you a fourth season. And they ended it. But because yeah. of that, they could never make like a, a multi-season arc because they never knew if they were going to be renewed. Yeah. So they were, so then like, so each season has its own arc and you're right. I think it suffers a little from that. Yeah. Also because, Aaron Ehas is a great writer and he wasn't there for that project. So yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. But I think, it, I think it does suffer from that. I think there's still like, there's still a lot of good moments in Korra, but yeah, it definitely like- does suffer because it doesn't have like what Avatar has where, you know, right from the beginning, you're like, okay, the fire Lord bad guy defeat him and that kind of can help carry you through all the smaller goals yeah um but i i i don't want to talk about this too much longer but i just want to finish off my piece with this every 
a lot of the shows, most of the shows on this list, I didn't really fully appreciate to the extent I do now until I was older. I think Avatar is the only one I can really say I, I appreciated to its fullest extent or to the fullest extent I could at the time. I think it was just so well done that a kid could find so much to love about it, and later an adult could find so much to love about it. It was just that good. Yeah. So it's it's it is just pretty much the perfect cartoon. I mean, honestly, like the final Agni Kai between Zuko and Azula, it's that amazing. whole sequence is some of like the best is one of the best animated sequences I've ever seen. Even though it's not like the craziest fight I've ever seen, like just animation wise, like especially when you look at like modern day anime or whatever. But like, oh my god, if that fight and the animation and the music and just like seeing like Azula slowly lose her mind in the lead up and Zuko becoming stronger in the lead up and seeing the fight after they've already fought in the past, like that whole sequence, I think encapsulates like what is just great about the show. Yeah. And and the animation yeah. is just great with a different color fire and stuff. But yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm fine not putting it at number one just because I didn't think it was fair because I didn't get into it until later. It wasn't a kid show to me. Like, mm-hmm. I never had that kind of kid enjoyment of it because I was much older when I watched it. Yeah, but I remember I watched it because, like, Nick 2 or whatever would just air it, continuously. like, continuously and in order. So I think the first time I watched it, I probably jumped in in, like, season two or whatever. And yeah. then it finishes, and then it would just, and as soon as they, like, literally, if you looked in the guide on your TV, like, the finale would happen, and then they, right after that, they would premiere this, the premiere of Boy yeah. and the Iceberg, and they would just start over. And so, like, I, that was one of the things where, like, I sat down, I watched, and there was actual, like, continuity. Like, I had to watch every episode. It wasn't like SpongeBob yeah. where I could drop in and out, and it didn't matter. Yeah. Like, I, I actually, it actually mattered that I saw what happened before this episode. So, yeah, yeah. But uh, we could talk about Avatar forever. If you haven't seen it, what are you doing? Go watch it. Yeah. <laughs> right. What are you even doing? Roby, why, don't, why don't we jump to you? What is your Mike, were you top one? Yeah, of course. Uh, my number one, I'm surprised you guys haven't realized. It's, it's Scooby-Doo. Because I just watched it yeah. so much as a child. I've seen every episode, all the movies. And most of them I have to be reminded of because I'm still convinced they, they just like don't make sense in my mind. But like I know they exist because I've looked them up. Um, but they're all great and I love them so much. And I feel like Scooby-Doo was my first hint that I really love cop procedurals because I really lo- like a the only cop procedural I won't watch is CSI, and that's because it's so bad I can't ignore it. <laughs> right. Well, I think Scooby Doo is built around its mysteries and stuff, and CSI cop procedurals are mysteries. What's so CSI into that. Well, CSI, the, you know, the CSI, yes. like actual CSI, is not the show CSI. Um, the cop procedurals are mini mysteries. Excuse me, in every show, so it's just like a mini it's just like an adult version of what a scooby-doo thing is yeah like law and order and stuff where you're always kind of thinking about like oh who's it gonna be yeah yeah i could see that kind of starting with scooby-doo where like i mean now if you want a scooby-doo episode you could be like okay it's obviously that guy but But because it's always like the first character that's introduced that seems like a good guy but it's obviously not so yeah i watched i've watched law and order svu criminal minds uh dexter psych leverage all of them like well leverage isn't really a crime it's it's more on the law side 
but um what's the uh, ember murder that's a really good one but it's only one season or you should only watch one season mm. uh, i've just watched a zillion of them <laughs> forensic files i've watched all of the forensic files there was a couple that i i, I watched law and order um i watched blue bloods for a little bit that one's all right my grandmother it's really okay. blue Bloods. it had tom Selleck in it so that was enough for me yeah that mustache brought me in yeah, but Scooby Doo, yeah, definitely, definitely warrants a, a top spot. Great Going stuff. back around, now you understand. I have the Fairly Odd Parents theme running in the background, and above it is just "What's New Scooby Doo?" <laughs> <laughs> Where? Are you? Yeah, coming after you, gonna solve that mystery. Yeah, but uh, yeah, our top five cartoons. Yeah, top five cartoons. So. so <laughs> Yeah, that was pretty good. Um, a solid representation of the 20 zeros and the 2010s right there. <laughs> Good morning, y'all. This is Evan here, your editor and co-host of Unsolicited Information from Unqualified Individuals on WTB Radio. Uh, thanks so much for listening. We're just we're just gonna jump right into it today. We don't we ain't got no time for no jokes. Hey, thanks for listening. We really appreciate it. If you want to keep up with us, you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at wtbu underscore ui two for content clips and general funnies. Um, make sure to check us out there to see what we're up to and to keep up with the show. So, if you like what you hear and you want to hear some stuff that's kind of like it, you can check out some of the other shows on WTBRadio.org. we got a real good selection, a lot of cool shows. Um, I think you're going to like them, so check them out. A big thanks to Dave Mooney and the viewers like you for their song, Back of the Line, as used in Transitions. It's off the EP Press Start. If you like what you hear and you want to hear more, check them out on Spotify. Um, They're a great band, and they're just really cool people, so check them out. Hey everyone, this is DJ Michael. This week, we really didn't feel like recording something new, and that was because of everything that's going on in America uh, with the coronavirus and the peaceful protests that have turned into violent riots, and we didn't feel comfortable, and we spent a lot of time talking to each other and making sure that everyone in our circle was fine during this really really difficult time so for myself as someone that is not a person of color it is still extremely disappointing to see what's going on out in the world and we want to take this opportunity and I want to take this opportunity to express that Black Lives Matter, and we need to band together as a community and as a group of individuals, no matter the color of their skin, but the content of their character, as Martin Luther King Jr. used to say, and we need to work together as not a divided nation, but as a united front. So I hope everyone that listens to this is doing okay. And we will have something new for you very soon. And we thank you for listening. 
right, y'all, that's all I have for you today. Um, again, as I said in the intro, be safe, be smart. Um, we care for all of you, and um, just take it easy. All right, we'll see you next week. The crowd starts thinning as the daylight fades. The cold intensifies until the dawn. I've spent countless hours honoring your accolades. And hours quickly turn to five years gone. I'm not your buddy friend. I'm not your pal. Um, so, Roby, why don't you tell us what you wanted to talk about today? Uh, this kind of popped up, like, literally as we were starting the show. Um, but it, it kind of, it doesn't tie into cartoons, but it does tie into my childhood. Did anyone else have that thing where sometimes they would, like, draw on themselves with pen in, like, lower school and middle school, and then your teachers would, like, destroy you for it? Yeah. Yeah. Was that I just me? <laughs> no, I've no. seen it happen, but it never happened to me. Yeah, I didn't do it, but I, I had a friend once who did it, and this is like, seventh grade. And he used to draw all over his arms because I don't know he was just he bored. He was yeah. definitely someone I think who was like waste who was too smart to be in like seventh grade, what? right? And it was like, what <laughs> what is the point of this? So he just kinda like doodle on his arm. And then yeah, I remember one time like the our teacher got real just so mad at him. I mean and, I, I got called in by my middle school principal, who I hated. Um and basically told that I shouldn't do this anymore. And when I asked why, she said it's just not something I forget what she it was either not something a lady should do or not something a little girl should use like I can't remember what exactly she said so it was it was sexist either way that that yeah. that sounds like a South Carolina like um a good lady doesn't, uh, yeah. doesn't draw <laughs> on her arm like what yeah and I I realize now it was definitely more of an anxiety thing than anything else um but I just started doing it while we were doing our uh discussion because I had a sharpie next to me and I remembered that and I was like why Roby, what are you anxious about? <laughs> Group therapy. How? <laughs> it's a lie. I'm anxious about everything, but that's not important. But um, Right. Okay. There it is. Um. No, it was like, I don't know why it was always such a big deal, but it, I feel like everyone has that experience. They either had a friend or they did it themselves. Um, and everyone, like, the teachers always got so mad. And they're like, oh, I could give you ink poisoning. I have ink injected under my skin. Like, <laughs> what you gonna do, buddy? Like, <laughs> I always forget well, I mean, you have At that tattoo. point, you didn't have it. But like, <laughs> I always forget you have a tattoo. <laughs> yeah, I'm working on my second one. We'll see. Once this pandemic ends, I think I'm going to go get it done. Should I, I leave that in for the grandmothers? or? Uh... <laughs> I mean, they don't listen to it. It's fine. Um, no, but I, so I went to a private school and, uh, I, I won't even call it the South, I'll call it Florida. And, um, something similar happened to me where I drew on my hand and the teacher thought I was cheating. So I never did it again because, uh, like I had j- just fears that if something bad happened to me, my entire life would get ruined. Um, That's though. Solid perfectionist anxiety. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, although. People did it all the time in high school, and they like yeah. never got reprimanded. I was like, "What the? What no the one cares thing? in high school." I yeah, I, I didn't. I kind of grew out of it in high school, but like everyone, like a lot of people did it in high school, and no one cared. 
it was just a I think it's just because middle school teachers are just the universal representation of what happens when you give people like way too much power who just don't deserve power yeah like, like you're not good teachers. enough to go to high school but you're not bad like you're not nice enough to be in elementary school so like why on earth would you choose to teach middle school people they're hellions everyone hates them you hate them you hate your job you hate your life so you take it out on the kids yeah middle school is a vicious cycle like yeah. the kids are just angsty because like that's just how you are and then like the teachers are mad because you're angsty and that makes you more angsty and that makes the teachers more mad and then it's like so now we all just hate ourselves yeah it's, yeah and it's like everybody in middle school is um a, is big balls of like hormones because middle school is like when you're hitting puberty everybody's angsty everybody's upset about everything like it just doesn't our middle know. school was so and it's only gotten worse but <laughs> our middle school is known as uh where the disorders start because it's oh. where everyone, like if you're gonna develop you know an eating disorder or anxiety or depression or anything it's going to be in our middle school because it sucks <laughs> it just happens yeah i mean i i certainly think i probably i changed more as a person in middle school than probably any other period of my life you know like yeah, my, if i think about myself in like fifth grade and think about myself in eighth grade there's a wide gap right? even oh after the freshman year there's a wide gap yeah i think in terms of in terms of like attitude and and mannerism and personality that was more um freshman year into sophomore year of high school but in terms of just like person personality who i am like what i what i like what i'm into that was like seventh eighth grade because when i started watching anime when i started like listening to more music that's really what when I that defined me there, when I started watching more YouTube right more regularly. Right in seventh grade. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Yeah, like I uh, I start like I started reading a lot more when I got into like middle school, and I started reading books that were like uh, that weren't like kids books that had that you could make take some actual meaning from, and I think those probably like made me those those changed me a lot, and then like. I started watching TV shows that I probably should not have been watching at that age. Yeah, that's true. You know, like, I mean, with, with, the, with, like, the internet and, like, easier access to media, like, I don't know, I, I, it was really easy for me to, you know, grow up quick, let's Sixth say. was the first time I downloaded iFunny. <laughs> oh, yeah, that, that was, that didn't come till, like, eighth grade for me. Yeah, sixth yeah. grade was a time for, for yeah. like, little Ruby. I'm really glad you guys will never know sixth grade through eighth grade Ruby. <laughs> Yeah, I'm glad you guys won't know sixth grade, eighth grade. That's the weirdest thing I think going to a K to twelve. Like, I have friends who knew me then. Yeah. Very weird. I mean, same. I I, I, like gremlin back in sixth grade. (laughs) I was. I don't know if you guys did something like this. I guess it's kind of like yearbook signing. But um, we used to sign T-shirts. Mm-hmm. throughout lower school and middle school and I was digging through and one of my really good friends who we only became friends in junior year um because I didn't like him he didn't like me like but he's been at my school in the grade below me I'm talking about Tashler but none of the people know who that is <laughs> okay <laughs> he's in the grade below me um and we've stayed into contact after uh me leaving high school but we just never interacted 
<laughs> I found on an old shirt from when I was in fourth grade at the oldest, like, have a great summer, so glad to be your friend, Tashler. And I sent it to him, and I was like, do you remember this? And he's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> what? That's crazy. It was very weird. You know what? I have something similar because when I used to have birthday, I had birthday parties up until I was 10. And I think my eighth, it was either my eighth or my 10th birthday. I don't remember which. I had a basketball themed party because my mom was like, you should have a basketball themed party. So I was like, sure. So I did. And um, I invited a bunch of my friends. I played baseball at the time. So all my baseball friends came up, all my baseball teammates came. And, um, there was one girl that like I completely forgot was on my baseball team and they gave this big basketball out at the end and everybody signed it or whatever. And then I got it and I was looking at it the other day and like there was a one girl that signed it that I like completely forgot about and made friends with in like 10, 11th grade. So I was friends with her 11th to 12th grade. And then I look at it. And I'm like, how did you know me? Like in second grade, <laughs> like oh no, I have to get rid of you. Like you can't know who I was back then. Like yeah. it's yeah. like the John Mulaney bit. Anybody who's seen me naked and met my parents needs to die. <laughs> Not the line, but yeah, yeah. Middle family. middle school just uh, I don't even know where to begin. I mean, it's also the part in your life where like social stratification happens, and you start <laughs> to realize that some people have more than other people. Yeah, and like some people, and you all start to realize that like some people are just not nice. They're <laughs> just yeah. Some people are just terrible, and some people are nice. And like, there's I don't know. I start to notice a lot more differences between people when I got to middle school. I had I had a really weird experience in middle school because that was when my mom went back to school. So all of the sudden, our income significantly dropped. So that was the first time money became like a thing to me. And not just like a, you know, I'm a kid. I don't understand how everything isn't provided for me. You know, that was yeah. the first time it was like, like we, we had some, some rough years, but um, we are now fine. I, I think very lucky right now. I think my first time experiencing that was in 08, but it got, it was worse for my family because my mom was in between jobs and my dad was in the housing market. So mm-hmm. we were like, yeah, my, my, he got, like a letter from my school he's like if you can't pay tuition he's gonna have to leave so my dad was like well gonna figure this out like my school actually they did something really nice for me and my brother where they they cut us a deal while my mom was back in school because that was during she left 10 maybe 09 so it was like the economy was still recovering that's nice <laughs> which now we get to do oh wait part two we need to do it all <laughs> over again <laughs> Even uh, worse, uh, forget Great Recession, Great Depression, Part Two. <laughs> let's do it. Right but, as uh, during the job market, of course. <laughs> but yeah, like, any, anyway, uh, yeah, I, I know money has always been like present in my life, but we've always, I mean, my parents, I think, are usually pretty good about keeping it like, like I know we're, we've never been like great off, well off. Well, like my yeah. parents always seem to demand just keep us like above the water. Yeah. I I, like getting back to sort of the conversation like knowing people before you actually knew them like i'll look through like old yearbooks and stuff and i'll be like like i understand that we like 
knew each other, but like you're making it seem like we were bigger friends than we were. Like, so I always find those messages from different people and I don't talk to them anymore or I'm even better friends and I didn't talk to them before like a certain period. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, going to those shirts was a very weird experience because I had a lot of like people who weren't at my school anymore. I've got a, you know, a student who obviously she passed away from cancer. So that was like weird to see. I had forgotten how, <laughs> how early we, uh, became friends but that was definitely an interesting thing um i was actually texting back and forth with her mother that's what made me think of it but um it's a very strange experience looking back and remembering your life like that <laughs> yeah, yeah when i think about weird. like myself and like eighth grade like uh for those who don't know me i wear a sweatshirt every day uh <laughs> the and, same sweatshirt mind you yes okay people like okay. to give me crap you know about it you know what's funny I had a gray sweatshirt I wore all the time in middle school that I just remembered because I, I just found it. Well, you know, Kobe, <laughs> that's okay because that was middle school. <laughs> Seth but anyway, is in college. Uh, anyway, I started wearing a sweatshirt every day in, uh, in middle school, and particularly in eighth grade, I wore the hood on it every day. Uh, and I'm still back and forth on whether or not I want everyone who saw me like that to die or not, because <laughs> part of me is like, wow, that's really, that's kind of embarrassing. But part of me is like, that was also very foundational to me as a person. That's so funny. it's like, I don't oh. want to be like, oh, I wish that never happened. Cause that's not true. Cause like I wore that for a lot of reasons and they're important to me now. And I wrote my college essay on that. I'm wearing a hood in eighth grade. That's, but, that's pretty cool. You know, yeah. At, yeah, but at the same time, it's like... It was... Yeah. Well, see, if you kill them, you can have it both ways because <laughs> nobody can remember it, but, it but it'll still be in your past. That's yeah. true. You're, you, you're on to something, Evan. I had this thing where I was just like... My band director teaches middle school and upper school, so sometimes middle school kids will just come in. Um, and I met a middle schooler of his that just... He had told me you got to meet this girl. She reminds me of you in middle school. And I met her and it was the weirdest experience. Cause I was like, yeah, that's me in middle school. And wow, I don't like me <laughs> at all. <laughs> so it was a really strange experience, but it's just, it's bizarre to think of like who you were and all these things you like hadn't gone through yet, you know? Um, I'm trying to find a picture of the worst version of me because you guys are my friends and I want, I do want to show you. It's going to be a good long time before you guys see middle school Ruby. Um, well, m the thing is, is I used to, sh uh, like the thing for me that I wish everybody forget, I used to shave my head. Or like, oh man, buzz, buzz, buzz cut my head to the point where it looked like I was like bald. Oh it God. looks so bad. We should probably show this off the air because it makes bad audio. Yes. Yes, That's true. Well, um, you no, know, there's a there's a couple years. I have a lot. I have pictures from my, of myself from ages like, well, birth to like nine, then ten to thirteen, fourteen. I have gotten rid of all of them, and then from like yeah, you know, I imagine I imagine like baby Evan, and then like small child Evan, and then like the small child Evan that's on his Instagram, and then like middle school Evan with a full beard. <laughs> it was, like, was no. It wasn't that good. It was um, the, my brain the early stages of this. Ooh. My beard. <laughs> <The pedo stash. laughs> 
Yes, I did. (laughs) I destroyed all of those pictures, and you will never find Evan without a beard. That'd be so. What you'd look like twenty years younger, and I'd hate it. I like your beard. I personally think it looks very good. Well, thank you. Um, I just can't imagine. I have pictures of myself without a beard when I used to shave it early last year. But didn't didn't when you came to it was. I think it was. orientation you didn't have one i think no, i did added at orientation oh yeah i did but it was like it was it, it was less so i have the picture yeah. somewhere of him at orientation yeah it was another short. very weird thing to think about is us <laughs> at orientation yeah yeah so uh, i i not i didn't destroy pictures i just never allowed them to be taken so that solved the problem for That's me. Good. I still, I still hate having pictures taken of me. I think it probably stems from my middle school years. I can't. I hate it. I hate when people take pictures I of me used without to hate me knowing. It. And then my junior year, I just happened to have a group of friends who took a lot of pictures, and I just, it's, it, it was. I don't know whether it was me because I'm just kind of an extrovert, but I very quickly snapped out of it. And yeah, I, have nev- seen, I, I never snapped out of it. Of just me, but I like having pictures of me with other people. Yeah, or I mean, I'll, like, I'll be okay if it's like a big group photo, but just in general, I hate pictures of me, especially if someone like is, do, is like on Snapchat and they randomly just take a picture of me. Don't like it. <laughs> no, no bueno. Yeah. Um, I like I have pictures of my friends. Like, as you guys, you guys saw my dorm room. I have a zillion pictures of yeah. everyone. And I, I haven't accumulated as many coming to college, which will change. Yeah. I, Listen, I have a camera. Yeah. Don't like it. We'll, we'll take pictures together, Seth. It's fine. Ugh. But just, Roby, whenever you want to take a picture of Seth, just tell me and I'll, like, sneak in and give him bunny ears or something. That's not like. fair. You're photogenic. <laughs> Am I? That's yeah, hilarious. Very photogenic. More than me, okay. that's for sure. <laughs> Well, um, yeah, I want I I need more pictures of myself with people because I hate taking pictures of just me. So, oh yeah, I don't understand people who take selfies. Yeah. That's one of the reasons I like never really got into Snapchat because I was like, you wait, why would I want to take a picture of myself? Like I oh. hate the I hate the idea idea of that. And even if I like every now and then I have tried to like keep a streak going. And I never take it's always like a picture of the floor or whatever. So I'm like, I'm not gonna take a picture of my face. Yeah. It's awful. Why would I do no. that? My snap history is a repository of moments from junior year and early senior year during track and cross country. I have a lot of really dumb, funny moments during cross country on like Tony coming out of the girls' bathroom and um what? Like Sam getting chased and the they did a video in uh, a big like electric bin that was emptied out. So it was just a big tin that in <laughs> the park that was like a big square that you could just sit in and they, they did videos in it. It was just a lot of good moments. From, yeah. from I have a, I have a few videos like that on my phone, not a Snapchat, but just videos that uh, aren't necessarily something I should share on an official you not share this on air i know exactly what you're talking set the lyle don't you dare no i'm not but oh my god is it do i have some quality videos on my phone that i will cherish it is quality yeah but uh, yeah those are pretty funny i'm not gonna lie i have have one of two friends of mine trying to explain star wars to a friend who has not seen star wars and it's just like 
we were in a really weird headspace. <laughs> it doesn't make sense. Because it's like, it's at school and it's like four o'clock and it's after all of us have taken like two exams back to back. And so everyone's just like not making sense. There's a, a solid 15 seconds where they're just shouting back and forth, but his uncle. <laughs> um, yeah. And it's, it's, it's about a 45 minute long video. <laughs> that's, that's great. I have a video of, of me and Joanna both having 50 grapes in her mouth <laughs> and trying to fit another one. Okay, that, that one's staying in. Wait, how did you do that? Uh, they're, they're small little grapes. And look, 3 a.m. at like Joanna's house is a special time. Things happen. She's got a haunted house. so you well, We already haven't met 3 a.m. Roby, so I'm already in the mindset of like 3 a.m. Roby is this mystical unicorn yeah. that does, look, that Roby spits and fire and feed on each other on a normal day. 3 a.m. Roby and Joanna? Nightmare. <laughs> um, so it was it was me, her, and her other friend, who was also my other friend, but I met through Joanna. Not important to the story, though. Um, and Joanna turned to me and was like, we have grapes in the fridge. And I was like, you want to see how many you can? And she was like, I want to see how many I can fit in my mouth. <laughs> so we got, like, paper towels, and we all, you know, it was kind of like Chubby Bunny before Chubby Bunny. <laughs> Um, and not marshmallows. With just a bunch of grapes. And yeah, each we got up to 50, and then I got up to 52, and she got up to 54, I think, and then we all gave up. <laughs> but um, 54 grapes. They're, they're smaller grapes than you think. They're not like these big honkers. They're <laughs> <laughs> not the big honkers. Uh... These big set of badonkers. Packing <laughs> <laughs> some Doban honkeros. Let me tell you, that was, that was, that was, I didn't even look. I was not in any way under the influence of anything because I was like twelve. <laughs> but it looks you were like under the influence of life, Roby. <laughs> of great of life. <laughs> I was high, high on living. life. <laughs> That's all you need sometimes. <laughs> just, just me and my best friend. Grapes in our mouths. High on life. <laughs> yeah. Just having a blast. Two thousand twelve. Yeah. yeah, that's true. I guess without housing together next year, there's going to be a lot of 3 a.m. Roby moments. Oh, no, because if you're awake at 3 a.m., I'm going to throw a freaking shoe at your head. <laughs> We've established this. Yeah, we're living in the same room next year. You better not be awake then. Oh, please. It'll be like a Saturday night. We'll all be awake. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We, we can put the quote wall on just like a, a wall or something in the room. That's very true. Yeah. Yeah, just like one wall. I'll have to get a curtain to cover that because I don't know if my parents will. I don't want to know if I want my parents to read that. Don't worry, I have a stack. It can be condensed very fast. Okay. Look, you know, my parent. It is what it is. All right. Did I say that? Possibly. Hey, my parents. I mean, did I say that? I don't know. I've Other heard than the my one wall. They can't make fun of anything I say. Yeah. I, I'm looking forward to the the multiple 3 a.m. moments we have. It next year where we're just all gone and i feel bad for antonio in advance because i've been told it's not ready i'm a 3 a.m person because either you're having like a super deep conversation or you're just having one of those or you're just gone <laughs> you're just gone yeah. we're just gonna be vibing in the living room at three in the morning also mike you're invited to all 3 a.m moments you can see yes show up have. pull up we'll do it we have the big living room yeah. Bro, is there even an elevator in that place? How are we going to get a couch up there? Uh, we'll have a friend moment. 
<laughs> yeah, I know. We're literally going to have friends moment. It's going to be a disaster. It's either that or we're going to get an Ikea couch that we can put together in that room. Oh, oh that's going to be so much worse. What that's are you a bonding about? experience. No, we will, we will, I'll move out before we even start. <laughs> we'll all kill that's each cool. other. But if we get an Ikea couch, we know you won't be helping. <laughs> yeah, it'll be me, Yeah, because I Antonio. will kill each other. I'm getting out of there before it gets bad. <laughs> All right, does anyone else have anything they want to discuss? I talked about writing on my hand, so my job's... Um, yeah. Uh, I don't know. I yeah. hope anyone who's listening is housing. It went well, is, or is going well. I think community hasn't happened yet, but... Me happens good, next Good week. luck to anyone. Michael, good luck for your housing next... Yeah, Michael, we're going to throw an F in the chat for your housing. My housing <laughs> sucks. It. We believe in you. What's no, your I, number? Uh, ooh. Two six one Ooh. six. Just, just throw a dagger into my heart. That's rough. Well, also tell them when you're going. <laughs> what? Oh yeah. Um. So the sophomores are on the fifteenth and sixteenth, which is Wednesday and Thursday. I have Thursday at five p.m. So oh. Just, oh no! Oh no! Nice. I'm, I'm done. I'm done. I'm gonna. Oh, I'm gonna go back to Warren, but not in the single that I have. You're gonna, You're gonna get a, a worse next place in Warren. I want to. You're welcome to Seth and Evan for being a girl. So we got COVID. Thank you, Roby. <laughs> yeah, and so we still good. almost didn't get anything. That's true. Um. Uh. All right. Um. Should we wrap up then? I mean, we're going for an hour 30. Yeah. Yeah, that's enough audio for me to edit it. Um, <laughs> with lots Alrighty, of content. Stay safe out there in this Rona-infested world. Yeah, thanks for listening to UI Squared on WTB Radio or on YouTube, whichever you're listening to. Um, yeah. Have a, have a wonderful time for my episode. Remember, creepy is not a crime. Get sleazy. Yeah. Get sleazy, though.